This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, hey, Mark Norman here. It's that time of the year again, folks. March Madness takes over. NCAA Bracketology is coming at you. Join the action by entering the Bet DSI Million Dollar Bracket Challenge and win big this NCAA tournament season. Compete head-to-head in the Bet DSI Bracket Challenge for your chance to take home the guaranteed prizes and a chance to win one million smackaroos. Ooh, baby. BetDSI is clearly the best online sports book. Over 20 years in the business, easy to use, fast playing interface. Bet games as they go. You get live in gaming wagering options throughout the tournament, make plays throughout entire games and events. Praise Allah, great customer service, the whole nine. Get a free bracket entry and a $25 NCAA tournament bet just for registering. And. You will get 200% member bonus and more bracket contest entries on your first deposit by using promo code TUESDAY25. That's 25 free clams just for registering. Get in there, folks. Don't sit on the sidelines. It's March Madness. Use promo code TUESDAY25 and start winning today. Hey, Mark. Fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. (laughs) Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Welcome to Tuesdays. Holy hell, anal jizz cock. Mark Norman here. You know him, you love him. Cunt fuck, shit ass, stains, blood, come in the eye. It's Joe List, and that's Mark. Coming in hot tonight. <laughs> A lot of uh, expletives. Explicitives. Explicitives. Explicitives might be something, too, though. Oh. I think expletives seems this, like something. Epitaph. Yeah. Or epithet. Epithetic. Empathetic and sympathetic the empathy I never got in my life. Never got that. I pretend to get it. I I don't even get waste not, want not, if I'm being completely honest. No, I don't know anything from anything. But hey, can I just stay? Before I forget, Uh we got a hell of a menopause email. Did you read that thing? No, I love a man. Oh my God. It's like the Declaration of Independence. Really? uh, She said not to say her name. But she sent it to the Tuesdays with stories at Gmail. By the way, a lot of great emails. Thanks for emailing. I Ooh. mentioned the email. Everyone emailed. I got I to gotta get on that. Yeah. Someone's reading our emails. I think it's still Big Kev. Big Gay Kev. <laughs> I think he's still got our business. Fire crotch. But a lady, uh, I, we talked about menopause. She gave me the book. Look at this thing. Bullet points. It's Whoa. Look how long it is. And by the way, it sounds like a complete nightmare, and no one's talking about this menopause. That's what women do. They bottle everything. Tell us, ladies. Talk to us. I don't know anything about eating you out or your asshole. Talk Talk to me. They only bottle sex. We no. bottle everything. Men bottle. Well, men bottle. Men bottle. bottle. Women don't bottle. Men bottle. I feel like women bottle. They bottle menopause. They bottle menstruation. They bottle sex. Mine doesn't bottle menstruation. I bottle it for her and then I drink it later. Oh, put it in a little Gatorade cup. You can sell that. Uh, an elixir. Um, Boy, she she doesn't bottle menstruation. They bottle shitting too. Yes. Uh-huh. I, I got a bit about the, the, the shit bottle. But yes. the shit bottle, that, that's not like... 
That's not a bottle. A bottle's uh, like, I'm dying to say something, but I won't. Shitting is just like, hey, I'm gonna go take a shit. I don't know if that qualifies as a well, bottle. I mean, a guy's like, oh, I gotta take a big steam and boom, boom. I know, but- walk around saying that. But there's a difference between a bottle and a non-disclosed, Maybe I it's think. a jar. It may, it may be jarring it. Yes. Well, shitting can be jarring, actually. Yeah, and don't leave the door ajar. But like, bottle's more like, my dad fucked me in the ass when I was nine. I right. think that's a bottle. With a bottle. A bottle, uh, a shit, I gotta take a shit, it's just like, a, I'm respectful to my peers. I don't know. All right, but also farting. They you, bottle you farting. Got bottle all wrong. You don't know what a bottle is. I'm telling you, they bottle it. It's like one of those sayings that we were just, uh, the, the idioms. Empathy. You don't, you don't know those, and you don't know bottle. I'm telling you right now, all you don't right. know bottle. All right, maybe a, maybe a, a bodily function isn't a bottle. Bottle is like, uh, you know, my wife forgot my birthday, right. and it really hurt me, but I don't say anything. Ah. And then two years later, I'm like, remember in 89, you forgot my birthday, you cunt? That's yes. like a bottle. All right. A fart is like, I, gotta, I don't want to fart. I'm embarrassed. Okay, well, I hear you. You're right. Okay. But... They're hiding it still. Ah, still hidden. Maybe a hide. It's all secretive. It's like the CIA. Right. But I mean, but I mean, how bad do you want a girl to be like coming down? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying I don't. I want it. I'm just saying that's how they are. So it's a good bottle. It's not a bottle. It's no bottle. It's ah, a good jar. It's a jar. All right. Ah. So is the door. Yes. I hope not. But yeah. anyways, this menopause, it sounds crazy. She's yeah. like, I'm swollen, I, I'm bleeding, wow. she had to go to have a surgery, she was depressed, she couldn't leave her house, but she was like, you gotta be empathetic and sympathetic. But but the good news, the color at the end of the rainbow, what's that at the end of the rainbow? The light. The no. light at the end of the rainbow. At the tunnel. The bottle at the end of the tunnel rainbow. Yeah, tunnel is, vision. Is that you can still fight, you still get horny. Like this woman was like, I'm horny all the time still. So and, that's good. And you can blow a load all over those walls. Yeah, yeah. You can paint in there. Well, these days with the IUD, the that's improvised true. explosive device, you can still come right on their mouth and tits and head. It's true. I did a big jizz uh, earlier this morning. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Right on the on the can. She, she props them. Really? Like a little dinner tray, and I shoot it right on there. I can't prop. Between you, me, and the uh, lamppost, and the table, and the desk, and the mics, and all the people, I don't know that I've ever come on a pair of tits what? in my life. Other than my own. Come on! Yeah, and because it's, uh, it's hard to pull. I like coming on the pussy. I like a pussy Oh, cum. I like that, too. Like a nice, right on there. It's like you're trying to seal the pita. Yeah, and then you lick it up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got a laugh from Shelby. Those are tough to come well, by. He's a fan of cum. <laughs> um, but anyway, by the way, Come Town. How about those Come Town boys? Uh, they are killed. They sold out Caroline's, that fat faggot. Stavros yeah. told me they sold 450 tickets in D.C. and there was nine women there. <laughs> they sold 341 tickets. It's like the boys. old right. Good lord. But anyways, uh, so get on the Patreon for God's sakes. We gotta get in the game here. I bet we talk about come more than them and towns. I don't know about that. I think they do a lot. I've never heard the podcast. It's pretty good. All right. It's well, good. Check out our Patreon. We got a bunch of bonus shit, live episodes, all kinds of stuff happening over Ooh, there. Oh, we gotta get this out. May 7th, Village Underground, 8 o'clock, live pod. Yes. That's gonna be big. We gotta sell that mofo out. That's a big room. Yes, and also don't forget, we're doing the fucking Moon Tower. We don't have all the details yet, but book your flights, book your hotels, come down to Austin. Yes. Shelby's got something to add. And the bonus episodes are now every week. They're not like sometimes... Hopefully. Hopefully we can get them in every week. We're working on it. We're on the road. We're gay. We're fat. We're well, Jews. Some sort of bonus will be up yes. every week. They're not like every two months. No. Yeah, oh. we got all kinds of shit no, up there. No, all on. kinds of stuff. Yeah. We gotta do. We gotta do one hour sit down with Shelby by himself this week. Just him talking. Wow. <laughs>
Can't wait. I'll tune in <laughs> for that. Uh, Holy so hell. Three bu- and it's three bucks! Three dollars! Three dollars! It's three dollars! You can stuff three dollars in your asshole and not even feel it. That's true. Two dollar bill and a one. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a one and oh. two fives. Or uh, 12 quarters. Yeah, that's right. Woo, that's like everything I had mentally. Um, I can't compute numbers. What were we talking about? Something Ain't started old, the the menopause. Uh, jizzing on tits. Oh yeah, I think I never came on a tit. Yeah, you should because do it. You'd have to get them on their knees, I guess, or well, you have to like kind of crawl up there if they're laying down. It's a tough maneuver. This is how much of a good jizz sport the gal is. I'll go. Oh, I'm about to go, and she props up. She gets, she gets in like uh, uh, battle stations. But what position are you in before? Where she there has to be like a shuffle and a roll. Around. There's a shuffle and a roll. It's a, it's like when the the fire starts. It's a it's a shake rattle and roll. What do you call fire it? Fire starts. Well, you know when a fire hits, you gotta dro- uh, stop drop Four and roll. Alarm. Oh, stop drop stop, and roll. Stop drop and roll. But she stops, perks and wow, opens her mouth. And you can hold it that long. I, I mean, it's, it's a quick maneuver. It's but ah, wow. So you're it. in the missionary pose. Sure. And she does a a flip and a scooch. No, if she's missionary, I pull out and she just pops up on her butt. But she's got to swing her fibulas around. Fibula. A tibula. What's the bottom half femur. of the leg? Femur. <laughs> Gam. I don't know. Well, Hanky. F- what do you call that? They uh? fucked you in New Orleans, femur. Yeah, that's right. Whew, hamstring. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Uh, she she she'll just pop the leg up, swing it around me, and, and, and I'm up and smush. Wow, and Boy. smush. Yeah, it's a, it's like a choreographed thing. Yeah, because sometimes we'll do a dirty talk where it's like, yeah, come on your tits, but then there's no actual coming on the tit. And even in my old younger days, I came on a couple faces. Oh, all right, a few feet, maybe a tummy, a pussy. Okay, my own mouth. She held my ankles up. You know? Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> God, can you imagine? I've held women's legs up, and that feeling, I'd feel like a baby getting changed. You know, like, how, yeah, yeah. as a guy, it's so vulnerable. Your asshole's out there, your pubes, your taint, your balls. Well, there's two. Their assholes, all kinds of, exp- I can count the rings. Yeah, yeah, it's how you know how old she is. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know. I, a woman's oh, that whole area on a woman. I want to just—it's like a buffet. I, I feel like it's a—it's like a, a diner menu. I'm like, I'll take all of it. I know. I want to live down there. I want to smack and spank and yes, lick and I'm, suck hickeys. I'm paying, paying rent on that studio. Butt hickey, a lip hickey. Sure. Um, I just go tongue all the way. I'm painting a, a fence like Mark Twain. Yeah, up and down. Mark Twain. Huck Finn. Oh, I see. He painted the fence. Oh, okay. I think, I or was it Tom Soy? I haven't read a lot of Huck Finn, i got to be honest. They say the N-word more than us, which is good to know. Yeah, that's good to know. Um, they take theirs. Uh, they took theirs out. We didn't. Yeah, there's, that's, uh, that's very weird. Yeah, it doesn't seem uh, helpful. We yeah, should I don't... know we, it was a thing. Yeah, well, and it's also, the story is also about a, a, a guy saying the thing. Like, it's like, uh, it's not... It's not like he's just like, yeah, these black people are N-words. Right. It's part of a story, I believe. Yeah. Because then, in that case, you should take it out of uh, American History X or Goodfellas or Mean Streets. Mm. Because uh, they're saying it, you know, in a bad way. Right. Did you know our tweets go into the Library of Commerce or Congress? No. Yeah. Our tweets are all recorded into the Library of Commerce or content. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's all there. Huh. Like, it's all on record. Wow. Isn't that bizarre? But it's it's digital, so yeah. it's not like you can go in and, and go like to a card catalog and go, all right. No, anal. that would be too many things, yeah. but like you could go and find all the tweets ever Whoa. tweeted. Oh, so is that, how, is that how these nuts do it, who like want to bust, you know, uh, Trevor Noah? They can just go to the tweet library of anal and 
dig it up. I think they do. I think somehow they they hack and they get in there. Mm, I don't hack. I don't know nothing about anything, but. Uh, you watch any Olympics, speaking of hacks? I watched a good bit of curling. I feel like it was all curling. Yeah, a lot of curling. And then I saw the women win, the American women hockey. Yeah. They won. I saw a little sledding, and I saw a touch of Red Gerard. You see in this kid? He's like an eight-foot-two midget little no. guy and killing it. He's like 11 years old. No kidding. Yeah, snowboard kid, I think. A touch of Red. Yeah, Red Gerard. And with a touch of Red. And then they got Sean White, who came back, got a gold medal. Yeah, but then they st- tried to meet to him, but it didn't really catch They did. Steam. Oh, you didn't hear that? What happened? The flying tomato. Well, he had a band, and he made the woman watch uh, people, two people fuck on a dead bear video, and mm. he kind of made her watch some videos and said something weird. And Better than a live bear. They tried to meet me to his ass, but wow. uh, it didn't quite catch on. Yeah, sometimes they don't catch. Well, it's, uh, they, people kept writing, why aren't we talking about this? And you, it's weird because you're like, well... Because that, that already happened, and he said he had like an out-of-court settlement or whatever, yeah. and it's like, well, that's not happening right now. It's it's very... I, I don't want to go down that fucking hole again, but... Well, if you want to get into Olympics, I did a little Googling out of curios. You know Itty? what... Itty? Yes. Itty-bitty-itty committee. Itty-bitty-titty committee. Thank you. You know what you get for winning a gold medal? A gold medal. And... Cash. Really? Yes. What? In America, you get 37 grand. No shit. Yeah, Google it, Shelltown. I thought it was supposed to be uh, amateur. No, no. But you got to fly your way out and all that. So if you win, huh. you get a little piece of the pie. Second place is like 20 grand. Third place is, I think, 15 grand for the bronze. Now, does a hockey team are all 20 guys getting 37 grand? That's what I was wondering. I can't imagine because in Russia, you get 100 grand for winning gold. No kidding. Or maybe even like a 500 grand. It was something crazy. I'm going to fart. Please. Hey, <laughs> that, was a, that was a silver. Uh, Shelby's reaching for the mic. He's got something. Yeah, you had it in U.S. thirty-seven grand, and in Singapore, it's like a million dollars. A million well, in Singapore. Sing. They've never won a medal, have they? And won a gold. I don't think that. I think they know that they're never going to win one. Especially yeah. the Winter Olympics. Singapore doesn't have any oh, skiers yeah. or anything. I think they won the gold in caning. <laughs> <laughs> they get like two hundred and fifty grand for bronze too. So Dang. Shelby's really liberal with the laughs today. That's two. I've never heard. One before this. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Wait, what are you, you taking Paxil? What's going on? <laughs> so long. You got a, uh, what, you got a new leg? A lip reduction? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think somebody's on Molly. I mean, Shelby's cracking up over there. I've never, I've never had this feeling before. This is very odd. <laughs> very nice. I like it. Yeah, don't uh, change. Anyways, so menopause is a thing, and you yeah, can well, still it, fuck them. It's like my bit in my last special, the menopause. I thought it would be a good time, because you always hear women complaining. But I, in my mind, I'm like, menstruation's gone. Why wouldn't it be great? But you don't hear about the hot flashes and it's the jizz. a nightmare. Well, the hot flash, it sounds like, oh, you get hot. But she's like, it starts, and it's a thing. I want to find some of these quotes here. I mean, she said it really gets kooky. One day as a woman, I'm already having hot flashes. It's uh, estrogen replacement. She had an estrogen replacement. The not so good, rapid weight gain, Ooh. night sweats, uh, hot Uh-oh. flashes at night, but I wake up with the sheets so- at night. I wake up with the sheets soaking wet yeah, and these, a freight train running. Sorry, these all sound like rock bands, like night sweats, yeah. hot flashes, rapid weight gain. Yes, worse than you think. Yeah, estrogen replacement. 
It starts. She said, "Okay, so the hot flashes. It's so much worse than you think. You get mm. hot, yes, but it kind of starts from the inside and radiates outward. Whoa! So I think it's like a whoa, like I think it's a rough time. Interesting. She said they were coming so fast and frequently, one after the other. That I had to go and get estrogen replacement. Wow, That's a bad name too." Man, it makes you wonder back in the uh, 1812s what these gals were doing. Oh, they probably hung them. They probably were like, she's a fucking boiling witch. Yeah, killer. burn her. Boy, tough, tough hand. I mean, these women, they really got it tough. They Plus got the, a tough uh, hang, yeah. The fingering and they're physically, you know, weaker. Weak. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but, you know, you figure women are weak physically, but they, they figure out these mental moves. You know, women are so good uh, in, instinctively in, and intuitively. Mm, yes. Very good intuition. Yes. You know, when you're, you walk in, your girlfriend goes, what's wrong? And you're like, damn, how'd you know I went gay or whatever? She knew you were bottling. Yes. Yeah, they have, the, they have the mother instinct and uh, they're great, great people. Good people. Love women. But I will say this. I feel like women aren't proud of the, the things they're good at. Really? I'm seeing all kinds of pride out here. I think they go, hey, we want to be a CEO. We want to be this. We, we can do anything a man can do. It's like, yeah, but you can do so many cool things that you don't really brag about. Hmm, like what? What's some well, example? I, I, I feel like if you go, hey, women, you know, they're, they're very nurturing. They go, well, we're not just a stay-at-home cunt. We can do whatever we want. It's like, yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying you're good at that. Right. That's not nothing to be ashamed of. That's something to be proud of. Yeah. Hug that baby. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel bad about this uh, estrogen replacement business. I had no idea. That's tough. And the periods and the bleeding and everyone's trying to fuck you. It seems like a real nightmare out there. But Yeah. Uh, and then that's another thing. You know, a lot of guys trying to fuck women, which has got to be brutal. But then sometimes I think they like trying to get fucked. Of course, you want to get fucked. I mean, it's, you want to be desirable, but you don't want to deal with it. It's, it's a tough... It's We're, a tough here's road. the thing. We're all dealing with... It's all very difficult. That's an important thing to remember when you're out there is everybody's fighting their own battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women seem to have more internal strife. They bottle. They bottle and jar. Mm-hmm. Bottle and jar. Uh, well, speaking of uh, little kids, the Olympics. By the way, the uh, I did watch. I mean, I don't. I don't want to sound bad, but I watched so much NHL hockey. Watching the women is, uh, it's tough. There's just uh, that skill level is not. It's exciting and it was a great game, but there's so many times they just dump the puck to nowhere. They uh, just drop the puck off and there's nobody there. And then bad. like the the stick handling, they can just pick the pocket. Like they just like if you watch the NHL, like three times a game, someone will just have the puck just taken from them. Mm. This is just like, whoop, I have it now. <laughs> like, right. oh, shit. Uh. But uh, it was, I shouldn't be talking about this. I sounded, but I mean, I watched it. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I'm yeah. Glad we won. But, but some of the quality of hockey, you're like, fuck. But the same with the German. I don't want to go on a sports thing. The German, the gold medal men's game, Germany had a power play with the goal lead, and they just gave the puck to the Russians. They just dumped it <laughs> on. They were just like, yeah, here you go. And then they lost. It was crazy. Man. But, are they are they hockey folk? Germany yeah. is the best they've ever done. They had 66 Whoa. to 1 odds. They've never been in a gold medal game. Hey. But that's the other thing. There was no NHL players. So same with the men's. The quality was so low because they had no NHL players. So they had like mm. old NHL players and like minor league players. Right, right. So you're watching. You're like, what are you doing? You, yeah. you get spoiled by watching the highest level of the sport for so long. Who's the best? Canada? Canada traditionally is the best, but they got fucking beat by Germany this year. Wow. Kind of killed by Germany. It was crazy. And then Russia's up there. Russia's up there. I mean, we're it's usually Canada and us, and then Russia. And then you got Finland. Ah, uh, Finn. The Finns are good. Are you Finnish? No, I'm, uh, I'm almost finished. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, anyways, speaking of hockey, I went to the Bean Pot. Yeah, Did we talk about pot. this at all? I feel like I mentioned it a little bit. Maybe I teased. Well, you mentioned a little bit of Veter. Well, I went with Gary Veter, who's uh, just a, the 
Best guy in the world. What love, a guy. Gary love the Veter. Veter, I've talked about before, but he's a quiet little minx. And he just gets a line and every now and then when he needs to. And you just go, oh, I forgot you were here. And I'm so glad you are. Right. But then one on one, he's a talking machine. That oh, guy. is he? Oh, yeah. You're in a car ride with him. I'm like, all right, oh. you got to take it easy, buddy. Right, right. Slow it down. He gets so boy. excited. He took his seatbelt off and got in my lap while we were driving on the mass turnpike. I'm well, like, take it down or not. I believe it. You got to get that car seat. He's the best, and he's fun, and he's sweet, and his comedy is killer, killer jokes. Great we went jokes. up to Beantown. We did the hideout on a Tuesday night. Ooh, that sounds hip. Did I talk about this? I can't remember. I don't think Shelby, you did. did I, I talk about this? I want to hear about a hideout. Oh, God. Are you sure I didn't talk about this? I'm pretty, pretty sure there, Alzheim. Call in. Lay it in. Well, last week we did Key West, and we did the wedding. Yeah. All right. So here comes some... some Hockey slash hideout talk. Well, Monday we went to the, the, the Bean Pot, which was a great time. It's yeah. a big college tournament in Boston, Northeastern Boston College, Boston University, Harvard. Mm -hmm. And this year, the first game was Harvard and Boston College. Hell of a game. We snuck down to good seats because nobody was there yet. It's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Took the bus up. Fun bus ride. Went to Burger King, the whole thing. Nice. BK. That was when I got in the fight with the lady on Instagram. Some of you were partook. I posted this thing about the Peter Rabbit thing. Yes. There's like a peanut allergy, blueberry allergy bullshit. Yes. And I just wrote, this is crazy. Comedy's dead. And this woman was like, oh, comedy's dead. And we got in a fight. Ugh. It was really a crazy lady. She yes. blocked me eventually. But these these kooks, it turned uh. out she doesn't even have kids. Ah, uh, yes, it is dead because of people like you, you crazy twat. She's like, you're making jokes about food allergies. You don't know shit about food allergies. And, and then she kept calling kids dumb. She's like, I work with kids and they're dumb enough to try this. They're dumb. Oh. And I wrote, do the parents of the kids you work with know how dumb you think their kids are? Right. It's very strange. Yeah. And then my friend, my best friend, Derek, I talk about it all the time. His kid is named after me. And he's got fucking peanut allergy. He could, he could die oh. any minute. Oh, really? Yes. And Derek's like, this is hilarious. This woman's a kook. There you go. So people affected by it don't give a shit. You're a fuck. You have no kids. You're yeah. just a lonely fucking whack job. She's with, got nothing. You're the first person she's talked to in, in years. And she's got sperm eyebrows, too. Sperm eye? Yeah, yeah. She's a real case of sperm eye. What? Look at her. I'll send you a photo. Her Please. eyebrows are whack. They look like tadpoles. They're like painted on or whatever. And I was oh. like, by the way, you're... you're uh, Eyebrows are goofy, and she wrote, "Yeah, right," and gave like the crying, laughing emoji. But oh, I'm like, "Nah, you, you oh, suck." This gal's way out to lunch. Real cuckoo bird, but uh, she blocked me, and I assume she's Good. dead now. Anyways, Kill but yourself. anyways, we went up there. We went to the Bean Pot. Great game. Boston College came back to beat Harvard, or maybe Harvard won in overtime. Actually, yeah, BC came back, tied it, mm -hmm. went to overtime. Hot overtime game, and then Northeastern hadn't won since 1988. Thirty-year drought, Mark. That's a long drought. Big drought. That's like L.A. Yeah, wild drought. So we watched that game, and we went. We decided we're going to root for Northeastern because they hadn't won in so long, and the yeah. crowd was packed, and everyone's chanting, you suck, and everyone goes crazy. College fun, the band, and just a great killer game. Great time. Northeastern killed them. We went crazy. Great night. Fun. Then we went to Mike's Roast Beef. I took... Two Jews there in the last few weeks, Ari Shafir and Gary Veter. I said, you got to go to Mike's Rose Beef. Is that Everett? It's up in Everett, yeah. Oh, my you old, took me there years ago. That place is great. My old neck of the way, Super Beef 3-Way. It's going to be gone soon because they're building a casino. It's a whole thing. A casino? Casino, casino it. I liked it better when it was called Goodfellas. Aha. Uh -huh. David Spade. Yes, the Spade in America. Yeah. I used to love that. So anyways. Terry Hatcher came on and she said, uh, oh, I saw Black Sheep. Liked it better when it was called Tommy Boy and the place went nuts. Oh, that's She fun. did it to him. Um, it's good for the goose. It's good for the gander. What's that? Spader. 
Uh, but anyways, we came back from there, and then the next day we did the hideout, which was really fun. We we were sold out, but it was a little tough sledding, if you ask me. Well, well what do you seat in that bitch? Oh, not many, seventy something oh, like that. I like that's a good good piece. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, and it was pretty packed. I, there was a girl I went to high school with there, and there was a few people there that I know, a couple comics that I love. Bulger stopped by. Hey, that guy's as good as it gets. Hey, one of the best out there for my money. But um, hang and comedy. It was a little tough, a little tough. It was hard to get a good momentum going. There was no, mm. there's no stage. It was very small. They're right on top of you, but there's no stage. So there's and there's no. They're kind of lit. You can kind of see their faces. Uh. That's one of these rooms. There's a mirror in the back. So you can ah, see yourself. I hate I'm like, ah, oh, I keep catching myself in the mirror. Yes. I'm like, oh, I want to kill myself. Sure. And now, now are they drunk and rowdy, or are they just kind of quiet? A little subdued. And then there was a, a group, a small group of like four. They kept going, oh. Uh, and I had to be like, hey, you got to not do that. You yeah. got to laugh or don't laugh. There's right. no whoa. Hate the whoa. Yeah. The whoa is going, it's so condescending. It's going, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. It's real silly. And Frankie Gwynn was there. I hadn't seen Frankie in a long time. Love you, Frankie. FG. He's a he's an OG FG. That yes. guy was there from the get go. He's a mensch of the cinch. That guy's lunch. Yeah, real lunch. So uh, thank you, Frankie. Good to see you, buddy. And uh, yeah, that was that, I guess. All right, uh, well, that, they had nothing to see. I, I was in Buffalo. Ooh, uh, Fluffalo. Yeah, Buff the Fluff. And uh, good times. I got I to gotta throw a Go Pack Joe came out to a show, drove three hours or whatever. Jesus. Big Phil, we love you. You know, Chipotle cars, a lot of fans up there. Good club. You did your album there. I did, yes. Yes, so uh, I like to get a toast of the town a little bit, so I went and got pierogies at Rue Street. Mm. Great pierogi. You ever had a pierogi? I don't think so. It's basically a Polish dumpling. Oh, I was thinking that was the water. What's the water? Huh? Isn't there a... Agua? Perrier. A Perrier. Yeah. Is there a Peroni? Oh, there's a Peroni. That's a beer. Hold on. I know you. What's the water at the cellar Pe- they have? Pellegrino. Pellegrino. Woo! That's what I'm thinking of. Nice pull. Very different. Uh, yeah. Had a, had a good, and I, and I got this guy out there, Sean Murphy. Now, I got to plug this fag. This guy opened for me in Portland Helium, and I said, I got to get this guy back. This guy is so funny. Sean Murphy. Gangly, eight foot nine, crazy face, weird looking Boston uh, uh, Buffalo accent. The Buffalo accent is horrific, by the way. Yeah, uh, most accents are real bad. It's uh, you. Boston says car, park the car, mm. and and Buffalo says car. Ah. So I'm Mark Normand. So oh. uh, this guy, we were talking about comics, and he's like, uh, what do you think of Kevin Hart? And I can't stop laughing at that accent. It's so gross. Ugh. I mean, you fuck a girl out there, and it's, uh, hey, Mark, fuck me harder. Ugh, it's gross. But had a good time in Buff and uh, went went out uh, to Allen Street, which is like their bourbon street kind of thing. Yeah. Got hammered at uh, Fritzy's or Ditzy's, and uh, then I went to the Stakeout. Ooh. Much like the hideout, which is their roast beef place. Oh. And it's four in the morning. All the bars are closed. All the drunks go to the stakeout. You know, steak is in eat steak. Oh, I see. And it's like a hoagie kind of place. And it was bananas in there. It was fist fights. It was uh, like the thug guys beating up with the fratty guys, like Ooh. coming together, worlds colliding. And, you know, everybody, uh, this poor staff, you know, poor staff, they're like, Hey, you fucking Nazi! Give me a goddamn beef number eight with cheddar! Ah, cheddar! Oh, it was crazy. And then like, it was like the Source Awards in there. They had uh, oh, like boy. fur coats and gold chains. And then on the other side, it was boat shoes and polos. It was bananas. Y'all ain't got no love for the West Coast? 
Yeah. We know what coast we are. Exactly. Let it be known. Let it be known. So uh, that was fun. Then uh, that that Buffalo is fun because you just you just uh, kick back to New York in an hour and a half on the plane. Oh, that's nice. One time I was there with DePaulo and uh, Halloween. Right after 2013, right after the Red Sox won the World Series, he was at the game. That's neither here nor there. But I drove and he flew. Yeah. And so I dropped him off at the airport and I was like, all right, I'll see you. And I started driving and he's like, I'm in my bedroom right now. And wow. I was like, you know, I could still see the club in my rearview mirror. Oh, my it was brutal. There's nothing better than that contrast. Like that happened when I did Louie, open for Louie on the road. We were in Worcester, mm. or no, Springfield, Mass. And I drove back with my parents. And I was going to Pearl Jam the next day. They flew in the private jet and they were home literally four hours before us. Damn. In Manhattan. Yeah. I live in the same state. Oh, my God. Small it, state. It makes a difference. But uh, yeah, so got back Sunday night to Manhattan and I had tickets with the lady to see John Mulaney at Radio City Music Hall. Sold out seven shows. Did the math. That's 49,000 people. Shooting the special too, right? Yes. It was cameras galore. Mm. So he had uh, this guy, Max Silvestri, open. They're all in suits. You know, they're really cute little clean cut boys. Yeah. And he had John Bryan. Get that. You know who that is? I know because you told me about it. Oh, he does the the the, the music for Punch Drunk Love. A lot of a lot of PTA, Paul Thomas Ann. Oh wow! So he does all, and Mulaney loves this guy. So we hit him up, and he played the organ, the old organ in the fucking uh, theater. Wow! And it was beautiful music. He played like Neil Young, but it was all organy. Yeah, you know he'd play like a Tom Petty thing or whatever, and the crowd got into it, and then. The curtain goes up, and then out runs the little gay Mulaney in his suit, and his hair is combed, and he looks so. Crisp and new. Quaffed. Quaffed. Always well quaffed. And man, when I say he belted out an hour of quality yuck-em-ups, this was lights out. Really? Killer stuff. I mean, Chris Rock, get out of here. Some of Dave Chappelle's specials, move over. Mulaney, Killer! That's, that's, he's going to be a household name after this. I can't just I mean, he's already pretty householdy these days. I mean, you go, hey, Mom, what do you know about Mulaney? She goes, oh, that's the guy who cuts the lawn. Right. I think this will put it. And he's he's 35. He's still young. He, 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 this is it. I have some theories. That, that set jarred me, like fucked me up. I think that his sitcom bombing really lit a dick up his jizz. Yeah, I think so. By the way, I think he might be younger than 30. He's younger than I am. I'm oh. 35. He's a year younger than me. Oh, jeez. I believe. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see it. He's just a killer comic, and he's one of those guys who've talked about it. I don't know quite where and how he's working out all the material. I don't either. You never see him go on the road. He's always writing something. He pops in here and there, but that's about it. Yeah, he's. Uh, I've said it before. He's so in tune yes. to what's funny about him and his sense of humor. So and he has tune. all these bits that I'm like, I would never. I would just be like, no one wants to hear about Home Alone. And then right. he does it. He sticks with it, and it's killer. Killer. He's got a Charlie Chocolate Factory chunk, and it's all great. It's all like, oh, how did I miss that? That's such a good observation. And he finds it all, and he does 20 minutes on an assembly in school. Wow. It's all observational, and it's all gold. And just a uh, quality guy. Just good a, egg. A good, good guy. Sober dude, Chicago, inner city douche, the whole thing. And he's it's from the inner city? Yeah, he's from, I think he's from Wicker Park. Huh. I, I might have made that up completely. But I know he's like a city kid. He ain't no burbs guy. Really? Yeah. Oh, how about that? So, uh, yeah, fun times. Then I went and it's one of those comics where you watch him and you go, I got to be more like him. Yeah. Which is never a good thought, but that's where your brain goes. You're like, he's doing so well. So your brain immediately thinks, act like that. Right. But it's not a good way to be. You got to act like you 100%. Yeah, but I mean, it's you're, everyone's influence. It's nice to go out and go. Oh, I want to. I want to go where he's gone. Sure, sure. Yeah, 
But man, oh man, unreal. Uh, so then that was Buffalo to New York. Then this weekend went to Helium in Philly. Oh, boy, I feel like you're there every three weeks, by the way. I'm there uh, twice a year now. It's great. I love that room. I put a word in for you. Well, thanks. I mean, I've been working for the guy for 20 years. You'd think he'd come around. Well, he goes, I like Joe. That was what he said. Oh, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh, boy, this is one of my top four comedy clubs in the country. I just love the city. I love how close it is. I love the Amtrak. I love the club. I love the hotel. I love the neighborhood it's in. I love all of it. Yeah. Uh, As you would say, that city's got some stank on it. Now, really does. I don't know if you've had this, and this is kind of a treat, but it's also a, a blessing, curse, double-sided sword, dildo, uh, what do you call that? Uh, bittersweet. Okay. So that my opener, this guy, John McKeever. Ah, McKeever. Have you heard of him? Is he related to Patty McKeever, the old booker at Caroline's? <laughs> she had a brother named John. Oh, really? But I don't think it's the same guy. He's like 31 or something. Well, that guy's probably in his 30s, but he wasn't a comic. I think uh, he was a waiter. Well, Remember John McKeever? He used to work at Caroline's. I don't know McKeever. All right. But this McKeever. kid, John McKeever, he, he also worked on that Delco Proper show with Tommy Pope. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like a writer on stuff. But this kid, he's a portly, hairy little teddy bear. But, man, I'm in love. He's so good. Oh, boy. This is going to go a different way. No. most said bittersweet. Well, that's the thing. You go, this guy's insane. He's blowing me off the stage. He's so good. They love. You know when a crowd just loves a guy? Yeah. And you're watching him and you're like, I love him too. I don't want to go on. Why would they want to see me after that? Right. So he goes on and, and he's just, his first line kills. And then he's just so likable and smooth and takes his time and they're up his ass the whole time. And I'm up there shucking and jiving. I, I'm I'm making hay while the sun's shining. He's just cool, calm, collected. Wow. And they love it. Boy. So and then, then to add to it, he's one of these mysterious cunts, you know, where they go, he hasn't done comedy in 18 years. Oh, wow. He just popped back in. I never see him anymore. Uh, he's His dad died in his arms when he was four and uh, blah, blah, blah. But he bottles it. He bottles. It's all bottled. And, and, you know, you go, hey, good set. He goes, ah, what can you do? I don't know. Blow me. And he walks away. Like, you can't get through. He's got walls up, Boy, which makes him even more interesting. There's a lot of mystery in comedy. Yeah. A lot of mysterioso. My, my friend James Patterson's like that. Uh-huh. You, you had it hot soup. The writer? No, a different guy. Oh. Comic. That was an old joke of his. He oh. said, uh, they said, hey, Bo, your name's, his first manager was like, your name's too close to the writer. And he went, well, how about I change it? They go, yeah, we think that's a good idea. He said, how about James Joyce? And the manager was like, I like it. <laughs> that's great. Um, but yeah, he's one of these guys. He's moved 10 times. He lives there. He lives here. He's in Europe. He's in Africa. He's in yes. Antarctica. And all of a sudden, you know, his dad beat him. And But every time he goes on, he just kills. And he's nervous. He's like, I can't do comedy. Yes. I stink. I'm going to bomb. Same. And then just blows the room apart. He's one of the best comics out there. But yeah. uh, he's mysterioso. You can't get a, you can't catch him in a net. Right, right. I don't yeah. know what that meant. No, it's true. They're almost like the ninja in the movie, where like they need you to come out of the, the mountains and go, like, "We need your help to kill the the prime minister." And he's like, "I haven't. I, I'm against fighting now." You right. Know? He's that guy. Have you noticed you don't hear about ninjas very often anymore? Mm. When we were kids, it was ninja everything. Everything was ninja. And then it was teenage mutant ninja turtles. Yes. But since the teenage mutant ninja turtles. There hasn't been a lot of ninja. You never see any guys in all black with the stars. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I guess with the, the, uh, with the internet, we don't need them. I mean, did we need them in the 80s? I don't think we needed them then. We just talked about them. American Ninja. Yeah. Ninja Warrior. I have the smoothie maker, the Ninja. Oh, yeah. It was American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, but that's not a real ninja. I mean, no. I want some, I, they should make a ninja movie. Ninjas were fun. They were barefoot. They did that, that smoke bomb. 
Yes. And they disappeared on you. and they like Batman. They, they tumbled everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Is he a ninja? I feel like the more you say ninja, the closer it sounds to the N-word. I think that's part of why it went away. Ninja, please. Yeah, ninja rigged. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, ninjas. I, I liked them. Let's get a ninja movie. Maybe we should make a ninja thing. I think it's or? played out. It's all black. They're they're just flipping around. You know, it's one of the, it's like remember Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley. Yes. You know, he would like he really fucked him up. He kind of uh, he kind of uh, showed you the light. You know, you, he's like flipping around the room, and they're like, "We can see you." You know, right, he like, right. tumbles behind the couch. Like we know you're behind. But the he's couch. a bad ninja. A I, good ninja is fucking. Well, I think the the thing with ninjas is they're not real. Are they not real? They well, must have been real at some point. They, they were, but this is back before, you know, TV, radio, and uh, internet. I see. You know, like, back then it would seem like maybe that guy did disappear in a puff of smoke. But no, he's actually behind the bush. I know, but I'm saying we make a movie, a period piece. Ah, a menopause piece. Yes, menopause. It's uh, a world piece. It's like, you know, 890. We have like one of the things at the beginning. It's the year 1870. Uh-huh. The ninjas are here. Yes. You know, something gay. That's when a ninja was really cooking. Yeah, there's cowboys and ninjas. We mix. Ooh. I don't know. We'll come up with something. Plus, I think Asians back then were a little spooky. Asians had a little mystique. Yes. You know, their shoes are off. He's drinking tea. He's got a long mustache down to his asshole. He's got a ponytail with the side shaved, and his eyes are slanted. It's well, the whole thing. Nobody's listening anyway. I, they spook me out to this day. I gotta be oh, honest. Really? I go downtown. I go. What's going on in this? Well, area? the smells and the hanging fish and the rats and the uh, the dead ducks. Well, we the don't rats. Know what's going on? The rats are the leaders of the ninjas, if I'm not mistaken. All right, Splinter. Yeah. Yeah. April O'Neil. Yeah. April O'Neil. Oh, she was something to look at. Yeah, I jerked off to her. Uh, Several times. Love a yellow jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. But how about this? So back to Philadelphia. So right. I had this one. Thursday night, hot set. Friday early show, hot set. Friday late show, bomb. Like Ooh. same material, just not, they're not feeling it. I'm just pull. I'm just slucking through the mud here. Come on, baby. Stick with me. Give me some energy, folks. What happened? Ah. And uh, the crowd, I do a meet and greet after every show, which I hate doing, but I try to do it because it seems nice. And this one, the crowd, they're not meet and greeting. Well, really? They don't want a glad hand. They go, ah, we, we, we didn't care for oh, you. Oh, boy. Which, so you're just standing there like a fucking idiot, but you go, ah, whatever, this will be over in 12 minutes. But this one girl comes up and she goes, yeah, glad you're pro-equal rights. And I go, I am pro-equal rights. And she goes, whatever, and shakes my hand all angry, like, ah, big shake. What? I don't know what it means. Very strange. There she, she was like a hipstery, blue-haired twat, but it was like, I, at least if you're going to zing me, have something where I know what you're talking about. Like if you go, hey, you're ugly, or your voice sucks, or your dick's a little, then I'm like, ah, oh, well, she got me there. Right. But uh, equal rights. Too bad you're not into it. I'm like, no, I'm into it. Yeah, it sounds like she's got uh, her own problems and she's looking for something to be upset about, it seems to me. Yeah, but it's also fun when like a bunch of old gals come out and they're like, we loved it, you were great, God! They're like pinching my cheek and I'm like, tell her! Yeah, yeah. What happened here? But that's not, you know, you don't want all the people to like you. I guess you know? so. If one person doesn't like you, they're, they're a mess. Yeah, yeah. She's she, a goof. She gets, it's true, these these social justice coozes are seems like to be the angriest people. Yeah. They just, they just... 
filter it into this guise of I'm a hero, but they're actually the worst people on earth. And they're not actually trying to get any improvements. Yes. They're not really trying to improve anything. They're just trying to get you upset. Yes. Upset you. They're just they're prodding and pro and uh, nagging. Yeah. And not actually helping. Yeah. I'm up here trying to bring joy to people. I'm Thank actually you. taking action and and entertaining people. Right. To give them a break from their thing. And you're yes. trying to upset me. You're trying to hurt me. Yes. That's all you're doing. That's it. It's trying to hurt me. Right. That's you're... not making anything positive. If you really wanted to change, you could go, boy, I, I would like to have a discussion with you about some of your material. Exactly. How do you feel about this and that? We could have a discussion. Right. Instead, you just go, hey, you're a piece of shit. Right. And that's why the... the uh, I hate to get into all this, but I think that's why the... The super leftist, and I'm a liberal guy, but I think the super leftist, it's not going to work out. Because oh, it's not working out. I mean, look where it got us. Yeah, look where it's it got us. Clearly not working out. But they still are still being annoying and cunty, and you're like, what are you doing? It's over. Like, it's, let's fix it instead of just uh, poking the, the 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 wombat. Yeah, no, the, the president is uh, the president. I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Get into it because people will then write to me, you fucking piece of shit. But I mean, look at who we got running the fucking thing show yeah, here. There you go. It's it's embarrassing. It's I mean, embarrassing. It's legitimately, sincerely, genuinely <laughs> embarrassed. It's an embarrassment. Yep. So uh, that that's where it that's where it got us, and people are and they're still hanging on though. That's and, what I'm saying. They can't catch on like they have no self-awareness they just think oh, i'll just keep doing this thing yeah and they're devastating people's lives yes they really did not do a whole lot of harm good people and like calling someone racist or sexist that's a wild accusation and it's a mean thing to tell you're saying i'm a horrible piece of shit well we've completely lost control of what oh, so yeah. many of these words mean that words out out to lunch but any fucking jizz. Any uh, hoo-ha-hee. Uh, I had a lady, yeah. I was walking up at the Village Underground the other day. The Village Underground at the Comedy Cellar can be a tough room. If you go on 4th or 5th, yeah. not easy. It can be a little roady in there. Like, that's date night all the way. Well, there's a lot of people, and it can get loud, and the band is going, right. and Artie hosts, and he does a lot of rapping and singing. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, So there's a lot of break from the comedy action. Right. A lot of pumping up. Yes, and they go wild. So, I mean, I love Artie, and I think he's a good host, but there's a lot of times it's just... They're singing, uh, don't stop, believe it. Right. Like he's got the whole crowd singing, and then, and then you're like, up there going, me. And I'm my like, wife, hey. she's late. Um, but anyways, I was going up there, and listen to this. This was a bummer. It was Saturday night, Saturday night late show, and I'm walking up, and they're like, hey, it's Joe Lynn. And I hear this woman go, oh, my God, he's so nerdy. Whoa. I heard over her saying that. It was is devastating. That, what is that? It threw my whole thing off. You're a human being. You're not a fucking puppet show. And I'm not even nerdy. I got glasses. I'm right. thin. I have glasses. Thin with glasses. I'm, I'm, a, I'm watching hockey. I know hockey. I play. I fucking, I've been in a fight before. I get laid. I have sex. I don't yeah. like, uh, you know, sci-fi. Oh, God. Shelby just took his earbud off. Am I too loud? Come on, you nerd. Keep going. <laughs> I got nervous. Wait, but you're not wearing a bow tie with a pocket protector and, and a bunch of books on a string. I'm a man, baby. You're a man. That was hurtful. I mean, it just hurt. It's always so nerdy. I'm like, shut up, you cunt, you whore. I think some of these idiots out there, they go to a comedy show and they think we're all characters. There's the gay guy. There's the fat guy. There's the black guy. Here's the nerd. Yes. Well, she just said it to her friend. That's the worst. Like uh, she yelled it. I just overheard her. That stings. So it was in my head the whole time. Then you just want to kill to be like, I'll yes. show you, nerd, you fucking son of a bitch. And kill with some edge. Yeah, but then uh, it just didn't 
didn't go that great. It was oh, fine. Oh, no, the nerd bomb. It was fine. Yeah, but I had a real nerd bomb. It was a bummer. But, Damn, uh, what boy. Can you do? I mean, it wasn't a bomb. I did fine. It was okay, but it wasn't hot. Yeah, yeah. You know, you well, want a hot one. Yeah, that's a tougher one. That room is fizzled. It's fizzled. Yeah, it's uh, it goes late. But, uh, boy, I've been having fun. I've been, I haven't been on the road. I've been running around the cellar a bunch and doing the fat black and the cellar and the underground and the stand. I was at the stand the other day. I'm, I'm, it's New York Comedy Club also. I mean, what's this club called? Stand Up. Stand Up New York also. Been here a few times. Yay. Yeah, the stand, or no, New York Comedy Club bought Eastville. Yes. So that's exciting. Yeah, it's, it's very exciting. So a lot, of, a lot of stuff happening in the New York comedy scene. And uh, we had a special visitor last night at the Ooh, Comedy Cellar. Ooh, do tell. At the old Olive Tree, second time around. No, third time. God, we had I keep old missing this guy. Uncle Louie came over, and Big they Lou. shut down the bar for him. They were like, hey, the bar's closed, because we were back there. Because here's the thing, Louie's in hiding, nobody knows where Louie is, the whole thing. So then he's back there, and the, the comics table is right next to the bar. Yes. So we're back there telling all these old jokes. We're like, two cunts walk into an asshole. Right. And they right. say, hey, fuck you. you know? uh, and then, I love uh, that bit. And we're like, oh, you can't have people just listening to this. Right. Because they do do that. That, that seems like we're do being do. Uh, narcissistic. But people will sit there and kind of eavesdrop oh, a big completely. fat ear leaning into our convo. So it was nice. We were sitting there. We were actually taught me and Tom, Papa, and Val. We were all talking about Louie. And then he just happened to text. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm at the Whoa. cellar. Come over. Oh, and then he, he popped over. We had dinner. We all told some old jokes. We were doing a fun bit where we were telling uh, like old street jokes, but instead of stopping at the punchline, you just keep talking as though it's like a real thing. Uh-huh. Like, okay, uh huh. Like an example. I got an example. Like a uh, boy, a grasshopper walks into the bar, and the bartender says, "Hey, we have a drink named after you." And the grasshopper says, "You have a drink named Steve." And then the bartender says, no, no, you know what, never mind. What, what can I get you? And then the grasshopper says, a Bud Light. <laughs> it was fun. We just kept doing those. Uh, it was like really it. fun. I we like did about it. 20 of those. We were all laughing. It was Wolf and uh, me and Louie and uh, do you Matt get, Ruby. And... Do you get nervous doing one of those on the spot? Because it's got to be funny. You're, you're on, you're on, you got the spotlight on you. And you got, what if it bombs? Well, I felt like I was in a good zone. I really ah. was getting some good laughs. Todd Barry was there. And uh, no, I mean, if you bombs, you bomb. I mean, we're all comics and friends. You yeah. go, oh, that one sucked. And then everyone shits on you and you shit on yourself. And then yeah. that's that. I got to get over that. Because when I when I have a shitty one, I, it kills me for like a week and a half. And I'm in my shower scrubbing going, oh, it's grasshopper, you fucking loser. Yeah. Well, it's a fun, and you try. But we had a fun night the other night, too. The night after the, after the Patrice thing, there was the post party. Yes. At the stand. And then Keith and Bobby were like, this is too much over here and I had to get into the cellar anyway so the three of us split an Uber that was fun oh nice we were really yucking it up in the Uber and then we went over and it was like an old school cellar hang Artie Fuqua came over with a suit and everyone was like you look like this and that and, and someone would bomb and someone would kill and we were all pushing each other in the bushes it was really fun I love it I love it yeah the cellar's been been hot lately like uh, there was a birthday party there Che was out he brought a crab boil oh I heard about that brought a, it was shrimp and crab and everybody was getting in they had bibs on the whole thing and then uh, Dimitri Martin was there I talked to him for like an hour yeah he's a cool guy uh, my friends are going to see him I think I think my, one oh, of my friends emailed good me stuff. he's doing a Netflix special he's like, he's like you he's like I'm tired man i'm tired it's hard i gotta do it. after this comes out i gotta do a new one it's like, a, it never ends it's a lot of work and uh well, i was hanging with wolf last night she's got a show coming out on netflix unbelievable keep an eye out folks and she's doing the fucking thing the the the, the press congress library yeah tweets. whatever that thing is the uh what is it called? presidential debate no i can no. never remember the fucking uh, thing white house correspondence dinner she's doing one. the correspondence in april and then her show comes yes. out in may it's insane Woo, what a month and get ready for that show folks it's gonna be hot it's gonna, gonna they be got some doozy. great 
writers. It's going to be fun. And oh, you, you know a, some of the writers. I got a couple names. Ooh, after the mics cool off. Maybe you can give me a taste. I'm farting. Um, I taste it. So I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, go check that out for sure. I got my Netflix half hour coming up March 20th. And then the Wolf Show is coming. And that's going to be a big show. Big show. show. Big show. It's going to change things up because she's a spicy gal. Yes, you know, she, she is. She keeps it honest. She keeps it real. And I think... With a red-haired lady, they're going to let a lot of it slide. Mm. You know? I mean, she'll get shit. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but, yeah. yeah but I feel like if a straight white guy was saying some of the jokes she pulls out, I feel like it would get a little dicey. Yeah. Well, she's going to get dicey for sure, too. We're both scared to death. We had a good talk about it last night. And uh, it's scary. It's, it, it's funny because I was saying this right before Louis walked in. I was like, it feels very counterintuitive to draw a lot of attention to yourself. Mm. To go, hey, here's my thing. Millions sure. of people, check it out. Tell me what you th- Here's my thoughts. Right. And so it feels... Dangerous and scary, it's and creepy and weird. And then as I'm saying it, Louis's like, "Hey guys!" So we're oh, like, oh, "There you go, example you number go. one." That was <laughs> fun too. That? that got a good laugh. We were sitting at the table, and Michelle's just like, "Oh, I'm afraid. What are people gonna say?" And everyone's terrified. And I was like, "Well, I think this is an understanding, forgiving time we're living in." And that got a big laugh from everybody, <laughs> uh, which is fun. It's fun. Yeah. To, uh, I think we're getting to a place where it's a little more, you know, things are settling Lighter. down a little bit. But it's, it was a it was a great hang and uh, great to see yes, the old yes. guy. And, Our uh, friends at Sam Morrill winning an Emmy or nominated for an Emmy. Sam Morrill is nominated for an Emmy. A show I'm a part of. I'm on the show. It's He's crazy. On the show. It's, it's fucking unbelievable. Upper East Side Jew, Russian, hairy, swarthy, Scotch drinking, joke slinging friend Emmy. Yes, it's pretty wild. So uh, it, unbelievable. I mean, it's like a New York local daytime. I mean, it's a piece of shit Emmy, but still. Ah! It's a weak Emmy, but an Emmy's an Emmy. <laughs> it's a bad Emmy, but what are you going to do? Emmy Blotnick. I was going to say Emmy Blotnick. <laughs> She's great, by the way. Emma Stone. Uh, oh, I love Emma Stone. I am just really attracted. Emma Stone's one of those people that's not like a smoke show. Yeah. I just I love her. Got a good look. Great look and just a good actor and just yeah. uh, charming. And She's in a bunch of movies I love. Birdman, La La Land, the other one. Right. And you never see Emma Stone uh, bummed. She's always perky and wow. just top of the anal. Yeah, she's hot and rich and successful. Uh, that doesn't stop a lot of these douches. By the way, have you seen the trailer for Red Sparrow? I don't care to. What is that? A, a period no, piece? Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, it's, a, it's about a Russian spy who gets you by seducing you. Oh, come on. No, it looks great in the trailer. You can't believe it. She's got her boobies out and the oh, thing. Oh, really? Yes, you got to watch this thing. That's all I watch. I watch it on a loop. Did you hear her, uh, her speech? Speech. Well, she made a big comment. She's like, after this movie comes out, I'm quitting acting for years to become a political activist. Oh, jeez. That's where you're like, come on, just act. You're, you're a hot dame. Yeah. Boy. She's a good actress. There's a lot of activists happening right now. Too so many act. How about this? The six teenagers running for governor in Kansas. Have you seen that? <laughs> no, no. Evidently, there's never been a rule put in in Kansas about the, the situation of, what's the word I'm looking for? Notifications. I'm turning into a fucking idiot. Wait, wait. Rules for what, huh? Qualifications. Qualifications. There's no written qualifications to to run for governor in the state of Kansas. They never did it. Oh, fun. So there's six high school kids all running for governor in Kansas. Wow, that's hilarious. It's like three GOP, there's an independent, there's a Democrat, and there's a libertarian. And they're all running. They're like, I'm running. Here, here. Wow, I didn't even know what a Democrat was when I was 16. I thought it was a slur. It's crazy. So Wow, uh, good for them. I'll, I'll vote for the Pimply kid. Which right. one? That's uh, it's pretty exciting. So. Yeah, good for them. Well, maybe I'll get laid. A lot of stuff happening. I want to talk about the stress factory real quick, too. Oh, That please. was about a month ago, but we had a lot of stuff going on, so we haven't touched on it. Lay it on me. 
Stress Factor did it with old Greg Stone, and what a guy. I mean, just one of my favorite people, of oh, course. Let me just say this about Stone. Once I was going to Philly, Amtrak station, boom! I see Greg Stone while I'm waiting in line. We hug, and then I'm walking down the stairs to go to the train. I see Shane Torres. Wow! Two comics in ten minutes in one uh, one place. No kidding. Three comics. Aha! Uh-huh. You're a comic. I'll take it. Uh, but anyways, we went down to Stress Factory three nights in a row. We had those dry, treasure these drives with Owen Stone Zone. In fact, we did a couple of queefs. You can hear them right now. They're, and they're, some of them are pretty good. We did a big Elton John debate. It was really oh, fun. Yeah, we that, sang some. caught some buzz. So check uh, check that out on the Patreon. Three bucks a month, you fucks. Woo-wee. Three dollars a month. That's 36 bucks a year. Can't beat it. Unbelievable. You can't beat it. A lot of content. Get on it. And you want to have you want to know this stuff so you can talk to your chums about it. You don't want to be the guy out of the loop. Live apps. Ari Shafir's on there. Michelle Wolf's on there. Stone's on there a bunch. A lot of a lot of hot comic people. Did you get Veter? I got a Vita one. Oh, we did a late night Vita one. There's a Vita on there. Vita, Stone, Ari Wolf, a lot of them, and uh, and all those live episodes. So check that out. But um, Greg and I were down there. And one night, the Stress Factory can be a tough room, I oh, tell you. Oh, it's a rowdy Jersey room, baby. Yeah, it's not easy. And then uh, Vinny's a real ball buster. Woo-wee. But there was one right. night, this guy was just hammered, hammered in like the second row at a little table. And then I was like worried about because all during Vinny's set and Greg's set, he's just drunk and oh, yeah, ah, bah, like oh, one of those boy. guys. And uh, then I'm on stage and in the middle of my act, like I got like 10 minutes left in my act, I look over and the guy is asleep with his head on the table, no hands, just forehead table. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that guy is out. Good. Go out. And uh, then the show ends. He lifts his head and just pukes all over Whoa. the floor. Well, this guy was pretty considerate considering. Consider it considering? Consider it considering the situation he was sitting in. He's in a blackout. He's in a blackout. He didn't talk to your set, and he puked after. Yeah, I guess. Not bad. But And then the girl is with him. And don't you... This is the thing with women, too. I'm like, you got to get out, ladies. Yes. If you're dating a guy who's asleep with his head on the table at a... That's not normal drinking. That no. guy has a drinking problem. Oh, he's a mess. He's got an alcoholic drinking... He fell down the stairs earlier in the night, too. Oh, fun. That's in the middle the of the show. Wow. He tried to, tried to like, go smoke a cigarette, and he fell up the stairs, which is always bad. Oh, I love an upfall. And, uh, up Chuck. But it's like, yeah, that's your man? You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, And they've been together... Vinny was like, how long have you been together? She's like, ah, three years. You're like, you got to get out of that relationship. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe her dad was a drunk and the whole thing spirals something maybe they're bottling but when i was in high school i was just thinking about this the other day it's funny you said when i was in high school i was that guy i was the fall down drunk pass out wet the bed blackout and yeah. it was like fun right Not fun but like she was like oh there we go and then he was like i was i was the animal guy i got hammer i get hammered you know well these guys this guy's like ball i mean he's like in his 40s oh, or whatever well that's weird and it's like you gotta try to you, you want someone that can care and think yes. about it. These guys throwing up, and you're just like, ah, the next day, you're like, ah, oh, that was weird. Maybe in some sick, twisted way, she feels useful because she's, like, helping him. Mm, maybe. You know? Well, maybe he's sweet as pie and he had one weird night, but just feels like, well, that's, that's a, true. That's a rough, rough behavior. That is tough. I, I got to say, uh, speaking of drinking heavily, Uh-oh. Bert Kreischer was doing the Truckadero. He was doing his Netflix special in Philly. Truckadero? What's that mean? That's like the, first of all, it's the oldest running burlesque club in the country. No kidding. It's this cool-ass theater, gritty, grimy old theater in Chinatown with Mm. two balconies. It's tight as a drum. It's all squeezed in. And he did a a Netflix special there. I think he took a lot of uh, audience from me. But, uh, man, I went and visited him after... He was like a high spirits, hammered. He had a Philly cheesesteak wrapped in a piece of pizza in one hand. Oh. 
and a big glass of Tito's in the other, shirt off, sweaty, family around him, Netflix people, cameras everywhere. I mean, he was in hog heaven. Boy. You could tell that's going to be a great special. Shane Torres opened. Wow. That's what he was doing down there. So we hung out and we chatted. Bert's the best, coolest guy. That's going to be a killer special. Check that out. What a sweetheart. Wow. Boy, I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, it's going to be a doozy. That truck. That truck of Daryl. What a room. A lot of great comedy stuff coming up. The Wolf Show, the Half Hours, Stand Up. Yes, what, what? the 20th. I don't know what it's called. Stand Up, the Stand Up, Season That's 2. One. Check that out. Michelle Wolf in May. Check out the Correspondence, Correspondence Dinner. Correspondence Dinner, baby. And get on that Patreon. And check out Laughable. If you don't oh, check out the Laughable app, boy. get out there. Get involved. It's the number one rated app, yes. comedy podcast app. And it's really cool. You can search. I mean, if you want to find somebody, go ahead and search it on there. And just put uh, a name in. You don't have to sift through iTunes eight million years. And, and to to put it on your phone, just go to Siri. Say, upload app uh, or download Laughable app. Two seconds. If you've already been using Laughable, tell your friends to download it too. Or yes. even better, take their phone and tell Siri to get it for them. Look at that. Folks, you can help spread the word. Laughable is the best podcast app out there, not just for comedy, but for all podcasts listening. I used it today. I love the Laughable app. Yeah, get on there and uh, and the Patreon. For God's sakes, we're trying to really make something. We got new shirts coming soon. Yeah, oh, these are top notch. These are lunch, baby. They're they're cool design. Remember, I don't know if you look back on our Instagrams, but mm-hmm. we did upstate New York Poughkeepsie. Yeah. And the guy designed our flyer. Diego. Everybody raved about these things. The guy comes out to his show, we shoot the shit, he's designing the t-shirts, we already sent them to Lewis, so he'll probably fuck it up. Uh, yeah, Merch Pump, go to merchpump.com slash Tuesdays, you can get your shirts on there, that's exciting. Hit the Patreon, Yes. check out Netflix fucking March 20th, and Woo-wee! tell everybody you know, folks, I really, I want people to see this fucking thing, I think. And I don't want to jizz on your thunder, but I'm doing Conan March 13th. Woo! Oh, that'll be fun. That's Big a six. hot dog. Yeah, that's a hot month. That's back to back, and they're both Tuesdays. Hey! Tuesday the 13th, Tuesday the 20th. Fucking get in there, suck your own dick. Yes. And before you watch Conan, Michelle Wolf, the aforementioned Michelle Wolf and I, we're doing a show at the Village Underground to benefit the environment. We're saving Ooh. the environment, baby. Are you going with Green Room Effect? No, we're calling <sighs> it Earth, Wind, and Funny. Oh, that's better. Keith that's Robinson better. came up with that Did one. he really? Yeah, he's had a couple strokes. That's no wow. easy task for him to come up with anything. First thing he's written in a while. <laughs> so March 13th, Mark is on Conan. Michelle and I are at the Village Underground. And then March 18th, by the way. A lot of stuff, folks. Write yeah, it down. Yeah, March is big. Get a pen. March 18th, we're doing that. We're back at the apartment show. PS 109. You did it last time. Oh, that's a hot one, folks. No Ari this time. Ari's on the road. He's getting shit done. But we got some hot acts. Oh, it's yeah? It's going to be killer. Yeah, yeah. We're going uh, to have some good people. March 18th, PS 109. That's on the Upper East Side. Hit me up for details or Twitter, whatever the fuck. You're not going to want to miss that one. March 20th. My Netflix thing comes out. And then uh, April 6th, 5th, 6th, and 7th, Ann Arbor. Moon Tower. We're both there. Come to Moon Tower. Come for miles around. It's going to be a hot fest. The Bonfire Boys will be there. The Bennington guys are there. And then Tacoma, Washington, the week after that. I'm gassed. I've got to go. I, I'm He's gassed. He's queefing, folks. I'm in Ann Arbor this weekend. Please come out. I've never been to this city, never been to this club, so I'm uh, excited about it. Amazing club. You're going to shit. Thunder. All right. Then I'm in Charlotte. Comedy Zone all weekend. Uh, that's going to be a fun one. So come on out, Caroline. Spokane. Thank you for the correction. And Tacoma Comedy Club. Thursday, Friday, Spokane. Friday, Saturday. No, Saturday, Sunday. Tacoma, so West Coast, so we'd love to see you. 
Uh, Laughing Skull Atlanta. Let's fill that one up. Comedy Attic in Bloomington after that. Funny Bone in Columbus, my favorite Funny Bone. Oh, boy. Uh, Bananas Comedy Club in Hasbrook Heights, never been there. Moon Tower, Magoobies in Baltimore. Acme Comedy Club, never been there either, very excited. Comedy Works in Denver in May. And Clusterfest in San Francisco. So we got a lot on the books. Going to be a hell of a thing. Winnipeg later, Zanies later. Laugh Boston, who cares? Come on out, marknomancomedy.com. Email us, send them some more nice shit, menopausal, bottle, jar, whatever you got. Hit the Twitter, yell at Chipotle. I'm going there right now. Thanks for the cards. God love you. See us live. Buy a shirt or a mug. Laughable. Gaze the military. <laughs>